Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's a stunning statistic that's almost unfathomable, but here it is. Roughly 39 million American families will start receiving direct cash payments in July simply for having children. If you've got children under six, you get $300 a month per each child. Children six to 17, that'll earn you $250 a month. My families take a staggering $750 from the federal government every month. Now, some of this is the old child tax credit we always get, but they increase that per kid, per family in the American Rescue Plan. And now they're divvying it out in cash payments. The numbers are astonishing. Every couple making less than $150,000 a year will get the payout or single parents making $75,000 a year or less. After $150,000, it begins to phase out, but you still get it. That means an astonishing 90% of families with children will get the monthly payout, even though only half of them actually pay taxes to the federal government. Part of the reason this number is so big is they've added tens of millions of families who before were too poor to get this amount of money. Now they're getting the payola. Now, supposedly, this will come to an end at the end of 2021. But do you think that'll be the case? Biden's already said he intends to fight to extend it to at least 2025. Let me ask you. You think Republicans are going to fight to take that away in the 2022 election year for the midterms? (laughs) You're kidding yourself. In fact, Biden and his administration has already filed the bill, the American Families Plan, that would extend the child benefit through 2025. You know what this is? Remember Democrat presidential candidate Andrew Yang? This is his universal guaranteed income. It's communism, essentially. Or it would be if we had the cash to pay for it. I don't know what you call it when you borrow the money to pay for it. And that's what we're doing. What this is, is something historic. A new government benefit that pays out cash, but isn't based on any source of revenue. 100% of the money in the bill that created it is borrowed or printed. It's actually a combination of the two. And this is only the beginning. 
Biden has proposed two more new government benefit programs that, for the first time ever, will be based not off tax revenue or dollars into the Treasury at all, but based off this idea that we can just print and borrow money forever. That's right. There's no revenue source backing the guarantee that Biden just made for his next bill, the one that'll fund two years of college and free child care. Yeah, that bill actually does have a corporate tax increase tied to it. But the total tab is $2 trillion and the corporate tax increase, which would give us the highest capital gains tax rate in the world, only generates 600 to 800 billion over 15 years. So we'll have to borrow much of that too. Again, these are something new. Programs tied at their inception, at their creation, to printing and borrowing based on an assumption that we can just do it forever and in increasingly astronomical amounts. The thing is, we can't. And that's why we're already seeing inflation kick in. It sure will be awesome for my family to get that $750 check every month. We could pick it up on our way to the grocery store to buy that $20 carton of 12 eggs. Because that's what it's going to cost. The funny thing is that while Republicans are whining and complaining a little bit around the edges about inflation, they're not talking at all about what causes it. Let me give you an example. Mitch McConnell whined to complain last week. He's the Republican leader in the Senate about inflation beginning. But he didn't say what's causing it. Mainly the spending on the two stimulus packages, the one Trump did last year and this one in March. In other words, the packages he pushed through Congress. See, when Republicans complain about inflation, they almost never tie it to the very spending they push through Congress. Almost no one's being straight with the American people that we simply can't do this. Democrats, to be fair, of course, aren't talking about it at all. Jen Circleback Saki, spokesperson for Joe Biden, insists it ain't no big deal. Inflation's cool. It's hip. It'll be fine. But what about Republicans? I could have missed it, but I can only find one example of a Republican being straight about what we face. It was very brief. It was on Fox News. It was by Representative Mo Brooks, and it was terrifying. Unemployment going the wrong direction. You've got people declining to work, businesses that are struggling to make ends meet, to survive, to create jobs, not being able to stay in business because they can't hire people because the government's paying people so much not to work. You've got the inflation rate going up. You've got our debt now soon to bust through the $30 trillion mark, which means if our creditors decide that they don't want to pay us uh, anymore in the way of loans, that each American citizen is going to owe roughly $90,000. That's every man, woman, and child, because that's their share of this $30 trillion debt that we're soon going to bust through. Again, he's the only one on The hill that I can find who's issued anything like a warning about what's coming. Let me complete his thought. Americans don't understand that the only reason that, say, we can print this money, but, you know, the UK, Ireland, New Zealand can't, is because we have the world's reserve currency. Simply put, when people have a lot of cash they want to park somewhere, be that businesses or individuals, they put it in the safest, strongest currency, is the U.S. dollar. And when businesses do transactions, they will switch their currency into dollars to transact, then switch back. That creates a massive 
And you could argue artificial demand for dollars. But it's that demand that makes the dollar so strong, which makes it the reserve currency. See, it's a cycle. Well, who decides who holds the world's reserve currency? See, that's unfortunate. There's no committee we can bribe, beg, or steal from. The decision is made every day by millions of individual investors and where they park their cash. Here's the problem. You may have been reading lately that the U.S. is experiencing inflation. Would you want to change your country's dollars into an American denomination knowing those dollars are losing value by the minute because of inflation? Of course not. You'll bypass our currency. When you bypass our currency, we lose the reserve status. And when you lose the reserve status, you end up exactly where Representative Mo Brooks was just talking about. Your lenders won't lend to you anymore. So you can't pay your bills with borrowed cash. And when you can't pay your bills with borrowed cash, well, we'll already instantly owe $90,000 for every man, woman, and child. And that's what we've already spent. It doesn't count the payments that will start to my own family, 750 bucks a month by July of this year. It doesn't count the free child care and free college the Democrats hope to pass later this year or the $2 trillion we already owe from the stimuluses passed this year because we haven't borrowed and spent that yet. In fact, we haven't even borrowed and spent most of Trump's stimulus from last year. Yet no one is explaining to the American people the insanely high cost of all this free money. And so they think there are no repercussions. But there are. Up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. The only other bit of honesty I can find anywhere, put simply and succinctly, was on Tucker Carlson's show last night. He briefly mentioned the reserve currency. Probably a strange term to most Americans. I bet you 90% couldn't tell you what it is or what it means. And most importantly, what it would mean if we lost it while facing $30 trillion worth of debt within an entire economy, the whole annual economy of the United States of America, Weighing in at just 20 trillion. Yes, that's right. We owe the entire economy plus another half economy. And we only pay our bills now because we have the reserve currency and thus we can print and borrow money at a clip no one else on earth can. The only other person I've heard explain, even briefly to the American people, what would happen if we lose the reserve currency status in this position was Tucker Carlson. And it was very brief last night. 
How would you feel about surrendering the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency and immediately going bankrupt? No, thanks. Now, when I said that on my morning radio show today, I got a bunch of texts back from people on our text line saying, I'd actually like immediately going bankrupt. And by immediately going bankrupt, he means the federal government. I don't like the federal government anyway. It's become a real repressor of freedoms. And it has on this podcast. I've advocated for the drastic reduction in size of the federal government. I'm just not sure I want to do it this way. Why? Because when we lose the reserve currency status, who's that go to? Got to go somewhere. Nobody knows exactly, but most people believe it would instantly default to the largest economy. That'd be China. There's signs this is already occurring. This is why I've made such a big deal in earlier podcasts of the single most stunning economic statistic I've heard in a year. And it's even more stunning because it got almost no attention. Forbes reported it for the first time ever in recorded economic history of the world in 2020. There was more foreign investment in China than in the U.S. Normally, that would hasten the destruction of our reserve currency status. But nobody knows exactly why that was. Was it just a bad year because of COVID or is it permanent? The end of 2020, we will know. And the dollars will follow where the other dollars go. This was why COVID was such a key financial weapon for the Chinese. And it's why they wielded it like they did. Telling us over and over to shut down, pumping propaganda into our country, showing them shutting down. And then the minute we shut down, they declare there's no more COVID and reopen as if it never happened. Meanwhile, as instructed by China, we shut down. We've demonstrated on this podcast those shutdowns achieved absolutely nothing unless your goal is simply to destroy your economy and usher in an era in which China rules the world. And with reserve currency status, they will. Tucker explained that, too, very gently. I'll put it all together now in one big clip, now that you understand what he meant. The price of losing the reserve currency doesn't just mean fiscal collapse and economic devastation. It also means, essentially, being ruled by China. Here's why, in the very simple terms Tucker describes it in. The United States remains the most powerful country in the world. That's the good news. What's interesting is that this country has occupied that position for so long that relatively few Americans have considered what would happen if we slipped from that perch. Would it matter if America became subordinate to other nations? There's a debate about that. Let's see. At work, does it matter to you who the boss is? It probably does matter. That's the person who can fire you. And the world isn't so different from that. The top countries give the orders. The rest of the planet takes the orders, whether they like it or not. We've lost sight of that because for more than a century, America effectively has been in charge of much of the world. And that's exactly why we have stayed rich and free for that time. Most Americans on some level understand that this is an arrangement worth preserving, if only because the options to it are so much worse. How'd you like to be forced to obey the Chinese Communist Party? Not so much. How would you feel about surrendering the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency and immediately going bankrupt? No, thanks. Most of us would like to avoid outcomes like that. Can all this be stopped? Yes, I think. But we'd have to take immediate action. Again, it's hard to say because historically no one in modern history has ever been here before. But let's look back at the three-legged stool that causes inflation. 
in an earlier podcast in this series, I said that it appears the Democrats are deliberately trying to cause it because they're generating all three things. What are the three legs in the stool? Excessive spending, excessive money printing, and deliberate depression of work. In other words, depression of output. They're doing that right now by borrowing massive amounts of money to pay people to stay home. If we simply opened back up and stopped people from staying home, we wouldn't have a record. And yes, it's an all-time record. 8.1 million jobs open with no one to fill them. They'd be filled almost instantly. And we could knock off one of the three legs of the stool needed for inflation. The good news is several states have already begun to do this, including my own. We will reject the federal unemployment 300 bucks a week to stay home. That brings the total payment to somewhere around 600 or $32,000 a year. And people in our state will be forced to go back to work. That's not just about self-sufficiency or a good economy anymore. It's literally about the survival of the dollar as a reserve currency. At least 15 states are either have either passed this or in some form of beginning to pass it or in discussion about it or their governor's done it unilaterally. It is absolutely critical that every state stop now with the unemployment payments. It's not just about conservatism versus liberalism. It's literally about preventing the economic devastation of an entire we simply can't afford a corporate tax hike either china estimates that the size of their economy will pass ours around 2025 what do they know that we don't perhaps it's that biden will continue doing exactly as chairman xi would do if he stood in biden's boots or maybe it's just wishful thinking whatever the case when their economy passes hours in size, if they continue to maintain those foreign investment numbers I told you about earlier, it's over. We lose the reserve currency. The Wall Street Journal puts the date that the size of the Chinese economy will pass hours at 2030. Perhaps with another Trumpian candidate getting elected to office, we could right the ship. But the key is time. If we continue down this path, Introducing the massive payouts starting in July, passing more stimulus, or simply just not ending the $300 a month extra unemployment payments from the federal government that now are supposed to last through September, we literally could see the reserve currency status begin to slip by the end of the year. We cannot continue this joblessness through September. We simply can't. The filling of the 8.1 million jobs would buy us time. But you have to convince the Democrats of that. A near impossible feat. I'll leave you with one final thought. I wonder often how many actual Congress members who sit in the House and the Senate understand all of this. I'd love to know the actual number. If they do, or if we could ascertain that they did, you could only conclude one of two things. They're either in deep, almost childlike, bizarre, honestly, denial, or they've made the decision already to bankrupt our country, destroy our currency, and usher in generations, not just of suffering, but of worldwide China, Chinese communist rule. I can't imagine why they do it. But then again, 
nothing much surprises me anymore. Thank you for listening to the Battleground America podcast. Please subscribe and share it with those who really need to hear it while such a thing is still allowed. Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.